the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jenniferjackson.com. You're listening to Simply for Women. I am so excited because on December 1st, I'm going to be at Genoa Church, and we're going to be talking about a Christmas heart, comfort, and joy. This is a women's event on December 1st. I hope you will enjoy. You will join us if you are in the Columbus area. You can go to GenoaChurch.org for more information. And I also have for you a Christmas heart devotional, and that is for a gift of any amount, just a thank you, saying thank you, thank you so much for being part of the show. So if you would like a copy of a Christmas heart devotional, the story of Mary, I will send that to you. You just need to go to Jennifer Jack jackson.com and do a christmas heart and that will come to your mailbox that's exciting isn't it well today i have amy garner she's being interviewed by me and my husband pastor doyle we've talked a lot about abortion this month but this is a post-abortive healing recovery testimony Uh, her website is redeemed for a reason her story is powerful listen to this interview So you can tell uh, by the twang that I'm from Texas. I was raised on a dirt ranch. Do you have any idea what a dirt ranch is? I don't, but it's got to be good. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's like a farm. Um, So if you have a farm around here, people ask you what you grow or produce, right? So it's probably the same thing in Texas. If you say you have a ranch, they're going to ask you what kind of cattle you might Uh raise, that sort of thing. But if you have a dirt ranch, that means we don't produce anything, just the dirt it's on. So we ranch for fun. Okay. So I grew up riding horses. Um, I grew up uh, sleeping in haylofts and, and climbing trees and all the things. It was an incredible childhood uh, with two incredible parents. Church was very much a part of my life. I went to vacation Bible school, probably much like many of you. Yeah. And um, I, rem- I have precious memories of the dish towel on my head, walking around the walls of Jericho with a kazoo in my hand. <laughs> That's right. You then, know there were kazoos in ancient Israel. <laughs> that there were. Uh, uh, according to every children's VBS and, and, and children's ministry throughout America for the past 50 years. As I grew up, I went to stay away camp, sleep away camp, uh, like everybody else. And it was after camp uh, one year when I was 12 that I just uh, wanted to make Jesus Lord of my life, mm. gave him my life. I came home, told my parents I wanted to be baptized, and I was baptized shortly, a few weeks before my 13th birthday. Then I grew up, and I went off to college. I wanted to be a missionary. I was a double major in Bible and nursing because that was the way for women to go into the mission field at that time. And my life was kind of sent into a tailspin when I experienced sexual assault. Mm. I began drinking a lot to numb the pain. Flunked out of school because I didn't want to walk past the quad. Developed an eating disorder. Ended up back uh, at a different um, university, a couple different universities before it was all said and done. By this point, um, the drinking was pretty heavy. Then I was sitting in my apartment 
on a Thursday night, and the voice in my head said, go get a pregnancy test. And I thought, no, no way. Go get a pregnancy test. So I went, I got the test, I came back, I took it, it was positive. Oh, wow. I went back, I got two more, I came back, I took them. I had three positive pregnancy tests in front of me. I will be honest, um, I was not rationalizing very well at that time. I had not uh, received any kind of help for the sexual trauma. And it did not take me long um, to realize I can't do this. That was just my first thought. Mm -hmm. I can't do this. Mm. The amount of fear that you feel in that moment is excruciating. Having no support, not realizing uh, that no intervention piece and and not knowing how I was going to do it. I tell people, you know, I think there's something in all of us that would like to think that maybe if we were Eve, this thing might have turned out a little bit different. That's right. Like maybe we would have lasted a little bit longer, but I know that's not true. Amy, did you tell your parents or a friend or anyone at college? No, um, I had um, something happen at college that kind of shut that support system down for me. So I didn't feel like I could go and express that to my parents. Um, So I had a friend, um, and she had had abortion herself. And so she was the one who kind of was like, I'll take you to the clinic. And I guess she kind of guided me a little bit through the process. Um, And, of course, Satan plants that seed in your head pretty fast. Um, And you think that that's going to solve every problem because that's what the world tells us, that it'll solve all your problems, that you'll get to go back to normal, and everything will, your life will just return uh, to normal, and everything will be okay. So how long from the time that you took those three tests until you walked into the clinic? Was this just a matter of days? or I mean, did you think about it for a week? Or? No. On Thursday night, I took the pregnancy test. I got up the next morning, a Friday morning. I made the appointment for Saturday morning. I did not give myself time or permission to think about it, and I went in and did it. Mm-hmm. The nurse gave me the ultrasound And um, at the end of the ultrasound, she looked at me and said, how did you know you're pregnant? And I said, what do you mean? The pregnancy test said positive. She said, there's no way it should read positive. You haven't even missed a period yet. Hmm. And I said, well, it did. And, And she said, well, we don't really have a gestational age for you. So she just wrote one week on my paperwork. And she said, it's just a clump of cells. Oh, my. So... I went back, I did the procedure, and I woke up in the recovery room. And the recovery room is one of those things that they don't talk about. We were all crying in the, in the recovery room. Uh, there wasn't a young girl that wasn't crying. The realization hits you, and I began to sob uncontrollably at the realization of what I had done. A nurse came over. And she said, um, you can stop crying now, it's over. But I am so unbelievably grateful that my God did not consider it over. In that moment, Satan began to convince me that God would never want me now. That I was beyond the grace. Uh, that there, this was the unforgivable sin. It's what we all think. Every single one of us think it's the unforgivable sin. And we are so unbelievably convinced that there is no way back. And so um, the drinking started even more. 
the negative narrative in your mind calling you the monster, the murderer begins. And the only thing that could silence it was alcohol. So I pretty much drowned myself in it. Self-loathing, self-hate turned to self-harm. I began cutting and became almost instantaneously suicidal. Oh, my. You said that the suicidal thoughts, you realize now that that was a spiritual battle? Yes. The night that I came the closest to taking my own life, there were countless nights. I can't even count how many nights I would sit in the bathroom with a knife or a razor blade and a bottle of wine. But the night that I think I came the absolute closest was the night that he taught me that this is indeed a spiritual battle. I was so drunk that I couldn't walk. The room was spinning so fast. I was nauseous. Um, I crawled on all fours into the kitchen. Surprised that I hadn't already passed out because usually as much as I'd had to drink, that would have done it. I dug a knife out of the drawer And in that moment, I prayed a prayer unlike any prayer I have ever prayed up until that point. And I cried out to the Lord, and I said, Lord, I don't know if you've got anybody fighting for me. And I don't even know if I'm worth fighting for. But if you do, would you strengthen them? Because I don't think I'm going to make it. And I don't think I'm going to see mourning. And I prayed that prayer for probably... I don't know, three or four minutes, maybe, sobbing. And when I opened my eyes, I was completely sober. Wow. I have no explanation, none whatsoever. I have no idea how he did it. All I know is that I was in my right mind, that I got up and I poured all the alcohol out of the house, And I went into the living room, and I got on my hands and knees, and I began to fight this fight like the spiritual battle that it is. Hmm. So just a second. You prayed that you don't know. You said, God, I don't know if there's anybody fighting for me. So who do you think was fighting for you? Angel armies. Absolutely. But what what if we would take some of that on as Christians? What if we would begin to pray Uh, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit for women and men that are out there that are doing that. Because, see, that's never even even occurred to me that I would need to get on my knees and pray for somebody that's tonight going for a battle for their soul and their life because they've been through that experience, that trauma that you've been through. And for me... That's a, that's a powerful idea that we can enter into that realm. And yeah, it'll unleash the, the angels. Well, thank you so much for listening today. I'm sure you enjoyed that piece of the interview. And I would love to connect with you. Go to jenniferjackson.com. Shoot me an email. And for an appreciation gift for listening and a donation of any amount i would love to send you a christmas heart the story of mary that is my devotional that i've put together just for this season great recipes inside and i would love to do that this show would not even be able to exist without you thank you for your support i'm jennifer jackson and you have been listening to simply for women
We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.